0: Welcome to Ask John. My name is John and you can ask me things. In today's episode we are going to be continuing on the overarching theme of resumes by talking about best practices when creating the bullet points of your resume. The bullet points under your chosen section header are the main bulk of the content that will be on the resume. It is the clear and concise and everything else we talked about in the formatting episode. A reminder that this information is Very difficult to convey through audio format only. So I recommend going to the Dornsife Career Pathways website and finding the resume writing guide that is on there. Also check out the programming schedule also on the Dornsife Career Pathways website to see when the Work It presentations are so you can gain additional information. The structure of creating your bullet point should follow action verb plus how plus why plus result format. Following this pattern will allow you to convey the most information on what you did in a situation without adding too many details so it gets overly complicated. We are going to be talking through each of these steps in this pattern and why it is important and then what it can sound like when you just mash it all together like that. Starting with the action step. On the Work It guide that I have referenced several times, there is a list of action verbs that you can use when talking about experiences in areas of communicative... Analytical, collaborative, research, organizational, leadership, creativity, or technical skills. These are not all of the areas by any means, but it's a good list to start when looking for action verbs. By beginning each of your bullet points with an action verb, you show that your time in a particular job was active rather than passive. For example, what sounds more engaging to you? Cold call companies to gather their opinions on a service, or communicate daily with company partners to gather their opinions on services provided both of these statements say the exact same thing but with an action verb starting the sentence it makes the reader feel energized and engaged in what they are reading that is what you want on your resume for the person who has to read about 50 other resumes saying more or less similar things to read yours and be pulled in and excited about what they're about to read Once you have your starting action verb, the next part of your statement should lead to how you did the thing you did. In our cold call example, we want more details on this cold call. Did you actually call? Was the call scripted or did you have to come up with what you were going to say each time on the spot? Meaning you were creative in your communication. Did you mostly email? Was it through other communication means? Give the reader of your resume as much information in about two to four words that you reasonably can. Concise is the key in this part of the bullet point. Remember that what you write on your resume is all they have to go off of to understand your actions in a position, and that anyone should be able to pick up your resume and immediately understand how you accomplished your job task. Once you feel like you have adequately communicated in a few words how you did the thing you did, we next need to know why you were even doing that thing. What is the benefit to the position by having you do the thing you're doing? Companies like concrete reasons to spend the money on paying you to do a job, and so they want to know why. In our cold calling example, it would be the part of to gather their opinions on services provided. Be careful to be clear and concise on this part of your bullet point. It is the dangerous area where you might be tempted to overshare. More is not always better if you are adding details that will just complicate the why you are doing the job. The shorter the sweeter and to the pointer you are the better it is to articulate why you were there the final step after you have your action verb how you did the task and why you did the task is to show the results of what you did like i said companies want to know why they are paying you the money to hire you they want a return on investment so to speak results speak loud as a career advisor i can tell you that nothing makes my brain happier than to see numbers on a resume if those numbers make sense, of course. Don't don't go crazy here. We, we want to keep it reasonable and to the point. If you have numbers, add them. They are concrete evidence of what you did. Jumping back to our old cold call example, if you can add on how many companies you cold called and what you tangibly did with that information, that will make the bullet point so much stronger. You will need to get creative about the results stage of your bullet point sometimes. Some tasks may not have a number attached to their result, Or perhaps your job never saw what was done with the information you gathered. This is where getting a second set of eyes will be helpful on how to show the results of your work. So to put everything together in a solid bullet point, I want to give the cold calling example again. First example is a not excellent version. It's a good version, but not excellent. The second is going to be the improved bullet point. So the first one is cold called companies to gather funds for annual scholarship drive. Now, the improved bullet point, communicated with 20 private corporations via cold calling and email campaign to secure financial support for the annual scholarship drive, which resulted in a donation of $42,000. Do you hear the difference between these two? The second one brings me in with that action verb. It tells me how many companies were contacted, how that communication occurred. It tells me why that communication was happening and the results of the work done. All of this information was conveyed to us in a clear and concise manner as well. We know exactly what this person did in this situation. Nothing more, nothing less. So once you have crafted your bullet point, the next step is to simply do that process again. And again. And again. There is no formal method for how many bullet points each experience should have. My advice is that the experiences you have that relate closest to the job you are applying to for should have the most bullet points. Just make sure that the bullet points relate to the job description. You only have one page of real estate on your resume, so you want to make sure everything on your resume has a solid purpose to be there. I know that the writing of bullet points on your resume is a daunting task. It's the thing that your resume is. So I want to reiterate, get help. Do not do this all on your own. Come talk to one of the career advisors at Dornsife Career Pathways. It's why we are here. We have seen it all, and we are just here to help you. Have others that you trust look at your resume. If your grandmother or roommate can tell what you did in one of your past experiences, then the overworked hiring manager will be able to as well. Like any writing, you are going to have multiple drafts of your bullet points and the resume as a whole, and that's okay. That's what you want. In fact, if you don't go through multiple drafts, I personally don't trust it. Resumes are a continual work in progress that are constantly changing and constantly improving, so trust that process. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information, visit us at dornsife.usc.edu career pathways and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to Ask John.